0: Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX
1: app. 100.7 KSLX. Middle School is sponsored by Train. Visit traininfo.com to find your local independent train dealer. It's hard to stop
0: a train. Mesa serves up Chris from Mark and the Interpol's Middle School. We're going to give you three questions. You're going to give us three answers. Hopefully two out of three are correct. And you'll go see Roger Waters. Good luck. Thank you.
1: So we're going to talk about... Elvis Presley, since that movie is coming out. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Starring Tom Hanks and somebody else as as Elvis Elvis Presley. Yes, exactly. So here are some questions for you. Which of these is true about the birth of Elvis Presley? Is it that he was spawned upstream like a salmon? (laughs) Is it that he was a twin? Or is it that he had six fingers on one hand, which was remedied immediately?
0: Um, For some reason, I'm going to go with twin. I think there was maybe a twin that died. You are absolutely correct. Yes. Immortalized in the movie Walk Hard, as in wrong kid died. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So here's your next one. Elvis once purchased a yacht that belonged to a president. Which president? Was it Franklin Delano Roosevelt, George Jefferson, or Ronald Reagan?
0: Franklin Delano Roosevelt.
1: That is mm-hmm. also correct. Mm-hmm. Nice I think, job. I think Elvis was dead before Reagan was president. The timing's not there? Yes. yeah. Great yeah. question. Deductive reasoning. Yeah. And your last one, just for fun. What kind of store did Elvis buy his first guitar at? Was it a grocery store, a hardware store, or a vape shop? I'm going to go with hardware store. That is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the best guitars are at Ace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, congratulations. You've won in Mark and the Middle School. Hang on. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. You know, I believe the the wrong kid died thing in Walk Hard is more about Johnny Cash. Uh, no, the, the movie, I, it could be. The, the, the movie well, is, he, about, is supposed to be like a parody of Johnny Cash, but I think the joke is the Elvis joke.
1: No, I think it's Johnny Cash because his brother died. Young. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. All right, and, and I, the dad—the
0: dad, dad asks, "Where were you?" All right, all right, yeah, well, okay. I, so, I I will defer. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, just I thought it was the, a, a parallel joke. Important part of the.
1: Uh, or I just remember the the, the Thanksgiving Day scene. Huh? It's a big. It's a big dust up. At the Johnny Cash mansion, I will tell you this: Walk Hard is a
0: brilliant movie. It's a fun that does, movie. Doesn't get yeah. anywhere near the recognition it it should. It is a modern day comedy masterpiece. John C. Riley, yep. Mark, and Neander There's
1: so going to be about 109 for a high today, and keep that in mind, especially if you're thinking about hiking. If you saw this yesterday, it just—I'm going to try not to be too negative here. <laughs> Thank you. but Phoenix Fire had to go out and rescue like ten women on a now trail is, on Camelback. Now, just the fact that you're pointing out their gender makes you an act. No, no, yeah, it's relevant. It's all relevant right. here. All right. because these were women who were on a, you know, they they all became overcome on the trail. And had to be rescued. They brought the, They brought out the chopper, like seven fire trucks. Did the big wheel come out? Uh, I don't know exactly everything that came out, but... It, listen, they were filming a reality show. They're all from elsewhere. No, wait, 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 wait. There was an entire production crew out there yeah. as well? They were on a, quote-unquote, women's retreat. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the word retreat mean go back... Yeah. Turn around. I think so, yes. Yeah. To to
0: reverse direction. If somebody had I paid believe-
1: attention to that, we wouldn't have needed the fire trucks. Yes.
0: Well, or the I, helicopter. What I don't know is there was an entire production crew out there. Didn't they have trucks or vehicles that could have I don't know, transported these yeah. damsels in distress off yeah. the mountain? And why weren't Where was catering? I <laughs> didn't Yeah, they all had one small water bottle apparently. Is that not enough? I guess not. 16.3 ounces is not enough water to get you through a day of hiking in Arizona heat? Yeah. I don't even know if it's that
1: much. Right. It might have been less. Right. I and mean, like I said, they're from all over the country, and that's really what we need is out-of-towners hitting Camelback in late June, right? Well,
0: now... That's going to go well. Now you sound like a native telling everybody to get, get go back to California. Yeah. Well, they were from all over the place. Yeah, but uh, it, was a re- it was a reality show, so chances are there was a good portion of them from California. Least, there's
1: at least some of them from California. They were yeah. filming... The reality show Was is is called Bad Girls Gone God. What? Yeah. It might have been bad girls meet God. Yes. Had Phoenix Fire not come along with their
0: handy-dandy chopper. Bad girls gone dry (laughs) is what they did. Bad girls. Uh, Here's the thing. Blows my mind. Uh, Do we really need, I mean, it seems like natural selection. If you go up on the mountains and you don't bring enough water and you die, I mean, other than the fact that we have all these out-of-towners littering our trails with their carcasses, do we need those people? Well. Seems like natural selection. Again, trying not to
1: be too negative. Really? (laughs) Here's, listen to this quote. Okay. From one of them. Who was... Was okay. He goes, we had no idea going into it that this apparently was one of the hardest trails in Phoenix. Well, gosh, if there was only some place you could find that kind of stuff out, like a ranger
0: station or, or, yeah. or at the beginning of the trail, like or
1: a phone that has Wi-Fi
0: access. Yes. I mean, I know they were in a very remote section of the middle of the valley. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here's here's another quote. Um, I think the others just have dehydration and things like that. Well. But listen, listen, in the name of Jesus, they're going to be okay. Jesus is like, don't bring me into this. (laughs) You guys made this decision to climb.
0: I don't don't want to, far be it for me to besmirch Uh. the knowledge level of the bad girls (laughs) gone God. (laughs) But Jesus turned water into wine. Wine is very dehydrating. Yes, you shouldn't drink right, wine yeah. while hiking. That's all I'm saying. I mean, historically speaking, yeah. it's a bad analogy. It, listen, the, the upshot here is just
1: be smart, bring water. You yeah. know all that stuff. He's, that's, you, you, can't just,
0: you can't just come to a new place and say, oh, I'm going to tackle this. you got to look into it. Well, it's only the hottest region of America. Yeah. And one of the most strenuous activities one can undertake when inexperienced so yeah. you know but of course they're on a mission from God yeah but they got some great stuff for the show yes <laughs> God all right so you know, the pilot's gonna be it's gonna be a very limited series <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> they keep doing stuff like this yeah they're gonna have to replace cast members <laughs> yeah but if Jesus has his way they'll be renewed
1: three days later so I think he could help them make better decisions <clears> than this yes he? let go let God. <laughs> It's time now for the Mark and the Paul Weekend movie pick, mm-hmm. and we will go back to 2004 for Anchorman.
0: Yeah, a, a movie that um, sort of came out of nowhere and yet became like a modern day, I don't know, Animal House or Ferris Bueller or, you know, uh, Blues Brothers. Just one of those movies that we all love. Yeah, but...
1: Does it deserve to be loved? We will we will discuss after we hear the plot of the movie Anchorman from our new promotions guy, Rudy.
0: Pompous 1970 star anchorman Ron Burgundy grows jealous when his new female co-anchor, the lovely Veronica Corningstone, begins to outshine him. Ron begins a behind-the-scenes feud with Veronica that results in an on-air profanity that threatens to end Ron's career. Can he ever regain his status? Hopefully he can, because, well, he's kind of a big deal. Yes, (laughs) nice job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will tell you, uh, the lovely and supremely talented Christina Applegate is in this movie. She couldn't be better looking She looks like funnier in it. She looks like she's
1: having a great time doing yeah. this movie, too. Yeah. Um, they gave her a souvenir of the script inside a leather-bound volume. Leather-bound volume. Yes. That, I, there are some great scenes in this movie. They are, absolutely are. And it's very enjoyable. Um... Is it the comedy classic some make it out to be? I don't think so. I don't know. A little know. overrated yeah. in
0: that respect. I don't think so. I think I think it's a joke. It's a great joke. I don't know if it's a two-hour joke. Right. Um, I think it's a skit. I think it's a good skit. I, I will say this, though. You know, between David Koechner... And Steve, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd and Steve Carell, I think they do a, an awful lot. And I actually have a friend that's an extra in the movie. He's one of the, I don't know if it's Channel 2 or one of the other, like the public access guys in the fight scene. What are you, big time of me? No, he's an extra in Anchorman. <laughs> it's not like he's a, you know, but he's the morning show producer at the station I worked at in Kansas City. Uh-huh. That's his claim to fame is that nice. he was one of the guys. I think he was on... Either Ben Ben Stiller's team. I don't know whose team he's on.
1: That scene, by the way, to me, is one of the least funny scenes in the movie. But everybody makes a huge deal out of it because it's like, oh, my gosh, Ben Stiller's doing an accent. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, to me. In fact, here's a scene that I think is ten times funnier. This is, so Ron Burgundy has been fired. He's down on his luck. He's miserable, making a fool of himself, drinking like crazy in a dive bar. And the bartender Danny Trejo tries to impart some wisdom to him, but Ron is too shallow
0: to listen. Now, what the hell is wrong with you? I've got no heart because a she devil stole it. And you know what the worst part about it is? She's better than me. You know, times are changing. Mm-hmm. Ladies can do stuff now, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with that.
1: What? Were you saying something? <laughs> Look, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs>
0: And you've heard us... You have to see that scene. It's very funny. And you've heard us over the years, you know... Times are changing. Yep. Ladies can do stuff now. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with that. Yeah, Danny Trejo, maybe the most prophetic words in the movie. Ladies can do Ladies stuff can now. do stuff now. Yeah. There, there are more than enough
1: funny scenes to make the
0: movie worthwhile. Yeah, Even- especially the intro scenes where they're all at the party, the cocktail party, and they explain who they are. Yeah, and...
1: I will say this, and you may say it's sacrilege. I don't enjoy the Steve Carell character in this movie.
0: Really? Yeah. Rick Tamlin is a great
1: weatherman. Yeah, I don't know. Just shouting stupid stuff doesn't doesn't cut it with me. Yeah,
0: but he kills a guy with a trident.
1: Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Oh,
0: spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anchorman from
1: 2004. Will Ferrell, of course, is the leading guy. And you know, some people some people get too much Will Ferrell a little quickly. I think he's great myself, but. Is the movie Train to Busan good? I would say, as Will Ferrell movies go, it's not even old school good. It's not even Talladega Nights good. But it's it's more than good enough to enjoy yourself over 90 minutes or so. Yeah. So... Hey, everybody, this is Essie, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish.
0: As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Paul are taking Time Out
1: for Spanish. We've got Brian from Gilbert on the phone, and he is going to play Time Out for Spanish. He's trying to win a $50 gift card to Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is so much more than your typical sports bar and known for their signature 29-degree beers. So Time Out for Spanish is simple, Brian. We give you a phrase in Spanish. You have to translate it, but we give you choices in English. You ready? Yep, sounds good.
0: All right, here comes your Spanish phrase.
1: No necesitas un paracaídas para hacer paracaidismo. Necesitas un paracaídas para hacer paracaidismo dos veces.
0: Wow. Yeah. A lot of potos in there. That just happened. Did you hear that? (laughs) Yep. I'm going to give it to you again.
1: No necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo dos veces.
0: All right Brian that does translate into one of the following is it A the problem isn't that obesity runs in your family the problem is no one runs in your family. <laughs> B I'm not a vegetarian because I love animals I'm a vegetarian because I hate plants. <laughs> Or C, you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice.
1: (laughs) Uh, That would be uh, C. It is C. (laughs) Yes,
0: well done. Beautifully
1: done. Yep. So smart. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. I did something stupid yesterday. All that, all that talk about uh, Pop-Tarts yeah. during the week. Yeah, Hadn't had any in a while. Grabbed some yesterday, the brown sugar cinnamon, of course. Of and course, I, yeah. I took them home and had them the way that is really the optimal way to enjoy them. Toasted with a nice cold glass of milk. All right, so what's the problem? I forgot about the filling. I haven't had one in a while. It gets hot. Burned my mouth. Oh. Yeah.
0: Wow. The struggle is real. Yeah, I mean, you know, first word problem, but I'll I'll take care of it. You know, <laughs>
1: you know, nobody likes burning their mouth.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. They, every they, time
1: you do it, you're like, I should know better by now.
0: Yeah, burning your mouth or or hurting your mouth, like with uh, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch gets the top of your mouth. I would say that the not uh, the Pop Tart is one of the top uh, canker sore and the roof of your mouth inducing items because of the burn.
1: See, I don't get. I wouldn't get a canker sore from that. I would get a canker sore after I
0: bite my lip or something accidentally. Yeah, you don't get that that, that but like it, it's like a, I don't want to say canker, so maybe a blister, I guess in the top you of your mouth. You get something whatever it is, yeah, it's uncomfortable feel, for days. Your, you run your tongue along it, you're like, "Okay, I uh, yeah. uh, I burned the top of my mouth." It's uncomfortable it's for days good. sometimes. I would say
1: pizza rolls probably do that. Well, let, let me what, what do you think is the like the number one food to burn your mouth on? Oh, pizza, no problem there. Yeah. It smells so great. You got to shove it in your mouth, and the next thing you know, the roof of your mouth is on fire. You know what else is dangerous about pizza? There can be a hanging piece of cheese where it gets your chin, also.
0: Yeah, you know, and you pull it. You know, you pull it away from the slice, or, or, and- or you know, if you if you've got a particularly good slice of pizza, you know, you have to fold it, and then you take the front end of it and you flip it back up in like a almost like the front of a burrito, mm-hmm. like you're folding a burrito, mm-hmm. and then you eat it. And then you get that squirt of molten lava cheese and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned – what What was the – pizza rolls. Pizza rolls, yeah. Those are like the, – they're like little – they look like potato puffs, but they've got pizza in them. You know, Very like hot, dangerous. Molten hot cheese. I think anything that is – anything that is encased in some sort of a – like a shell is a problem. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would agree with you. Like a uh, a pierogi. Yeah. A pierogi because, because – the mashed potato in there, like potatoes, a baked potato, you know, they hold their heat pretty well. Sure, yeah. So if you're doing a pierogi, that is you're biting into it, and you, it's very hard to control how much comes at you. Right. Or gyoza. What's that? Gyoza,
0: it's Chinese dumpling.
1: Ah, yo, a dumpling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 And those, are, those don't hold their heat particularly well. But if you get them quickly Yeah,
0: and there's still some oil in it, because if it's not steamed and it's or it's fried and you get the, the hot oil.
1: Did we mention the ultimate in in contain you know encased food? No. The hot pocket? Uh well,
0: yeah, there is there is the hot pocket. Is your hot pocket cold in the middle? It's frozen. <laughs> but it can be served boiling lava hot. <laughs> Will it burn my mouth? It'll destroy your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's no middle ground. It's either you're either yes. going to get molten or you're going to uh, mm-hmm. you're going are you going to be, you know, it's not cooked enough. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, well, yeah. uh I don't know if you guys have mentioned it yet, but calzones always oh. are uh, oh, a for me. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to Guido get the Italian food in there. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: calzones are great, but you're right about that because it's it's hot cheese inside. But well, it's, co- it's contained by the breading, and you don't you, you you're don't know so, the temperature.
0: You're so eager to to get into it. Yes, yeah. I, I think the anticipation overwhelms you, and then yeah, bite right into me. it, and your your tongue's just dead. Or if it's like, <laughs> and if it's a calzone that has like ricotta cheese in it, that stuff is like adhesive. So like yes. it, once it gets on yep. your tongue, you know you're screwed. You have a limited yeah. time. You got to get a spatula out to get it off there, but lest it become molded to your mouth. Yeah, the anticipation happens to me with pizza all the time. I just you can't wait. Yeah. Yep. You go after
1: it and you're like, what the hell? You know, I'm hungry now, right? I'm in my seventh decade here. I haven't learned this yet. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> All right, so here we are. It is time for the Mark Paul Dumbass of the Day. Crazy times in Harrison County, Texas. The 33-year-old Pedro Serrano. Wait, no way. Not the guy from the movie Major League. That's re- played by President Dennis Haysburg. That's right. Yes. The all-state insurance guy. That's really his name? Yep, 33-year-old. Can he hit a curveball? Pedro Serrano. No, he would. He can't, or else he, he wouldn't be in situations like this. Hats for bats. Pedro pulled up at the county sheriff's office a week ago
0: yesterday. Mm-hmm.
1: Pedro was in a bad way. He needed some help. Pedro went inside, spoke with police, telling them that his life was in danger.
0: Yes, because it is very bad to steal Jobu's rum. It is
1: very bad. Investigators were very curious and took Pedro in to speak with him in a separate room. hmm Pedro told the police that someone was coming to kill him. Oh, boy. Police, of course, asked the obvious follow-up question. Who is coming to kill you? Yes. Who that? Pedro explained that his drug supplier was coming to kill
0: him. Well, see, now, here's a gray area. Hmm. Police were like, Oh, please do tell. Yeah, when when <laughs> when and where will we have this moment? Yes. Now here's a question. Yeah. I have a question, and I don't know if it's gonna tell you this in the story, but this is theoretically. If Pedro is talking about his drug dealer coming to kill him, can Pedro then receive any form of diplomatic immunity uh, by know. by ensnaring because he's admitted to being a drug user, but while not being in possession, unless he is in possession of drugs, we haven't got that far in the story. But if Pedro isn't using drugs and he can snare a drug dealer, I would think he'd be an asset to the law enforcement authorities. So, yeah. In some way, yeah. Right, sorry, yeah. Sorry to derail your story. Yeah, no. just that's my brain working. Yeah, Pedro, ADHD kicking in.
1: Pedro let him know that he had skipped out on paying his drug supplier for his latest shipment. Of? And now the supplier was out to get him. So the, the cops said, well, tell us more about this drug shipment by all yeah, means. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. yes. What are you getting? How much? Um, yeah. Are you holding? The cops... What's and, the street price? Yeah. You know, so Pedro described that the meth that he had right outside in his car in the police department's parking lot. Well, that answers my earlier question. Yeah. yeah. So That was enough Never to, get, was what enough I to said. get Pedro arrested right there. Yeah, I would think so. Not that he didn't resist a little bit. He did, just for old times' sake. Well, meth will do that. Yep, but they finally did get him into custody. A search warrant was executed, and sure enough, Pedro had two pounds of meth in his car. Pedro is now facing drug charges, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. resisting arrest charges, mm-hmm. and God knows his supplier is going to be even more angry with him now for going to the cops. Yeah, and Cooperative Meth is a great band name, by the way, in case you were thinking about it. And he is, of course, the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day.
0: Hi, this is Maggie, and I think that's a beautiful story you just told.
1: And it was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. You can check out their 2,000 models at RoadrunnerHarley.com.
0: Time, yep. Wow. Aggression. Unnecessary aggression today from the explainer. My schedule is tight. Okay. Yes. Good morning. Hi. I am the explainer.
1: Yes, you are. It's a pleasure to have me here. Is it? As I spread my gift of making the complex simple... Okay. ...for those not blessed with the tremendous brain power I possess. Most of us. Today, I'd like to talk about what's happening at the Kellogg Company. Oh, I love Kellogg's. And when I say company... I don't mean someone you might call up and then pay to provide companionship a la Warren Sapp with those two women during the Super Bowl
0: a few years back. Do you mean a military unit typically consisting of 80 to 250 soldiers commanded by a major or captain and consisting of anywhere from three to seven platoons? No,
1: Paul. I mean a number of persons united or incorporated for joint action, namely business. Money. Kellogg company announced this week it will split into 3 separate entities, okay? A cereal division, mm-hmm. a plant-based food division, All right? And a snack food division. Right. And when I say division, I don't mean what many Arizona students can't do very well
0: because (laughs) Governor Ducey and the legislature constantly seek to slash education funding. Do you mean to separate by way of disagreement between two or more groups, typically producing tension or hostility Mm. right now as we speak? Mm, Good query, Paul, but no. I
1: mean a major autonomous yet still subordinate unit of an industrial enterprise. Of course, when people think of Kellogg's, they think cereal, like Product 19 or Corn Flakes. And when I say flakes, I don't mean what you see on the shoulders of that guy in the office who has a comb-over... Wears cheap suits and has never heard
0: of dandruff shampoo. Do you mean the family of somewhat impossibly handsome former U.S. senator from the great state of Arizona and current U.S. ambassador to Turkey? Yeah, that's what he's doing now. Jeff Flake?
1: No, Paul, no.
0: I do mean a small, easily
1: consumable, crispy corn-based food product. Okay, then. Of course, Kellogg's has many delicious cereals. There's nothing quite like a corn pop. Mmm, yeah. When I say pop... I don't mean the old guy you
0: sit in the corner at any family get-together and then talk about like he's not even there. Do you mean the term used for audience reaction during a live professional wrestling event, such as when The Rock lifts his eyebrow? Mm, No, Paul, although that is the definition of excitement. Yep.
1: What I mean when I say pop is a tasty, puffed-grain breakfast cereal piece. They used to be called Sugar Pops, you know. Yes, I do know that. I'm the explainer. I,
0: I forgot. Sorry.
1: The Snack Food Division will be headquartered in Chicago, while the other two entities will remain in the Michigan town of Battle Creek. Right. And when I say creek, I don't mean what Keith
0: Richards' bones have begun doing. No, you mean the U.S. city in the state of Michigan and northwest Calhoun County at the confluence of the Kalamazoo and Battle Creek Rivers. That's what you mean. That is... Exactly what I mean. Paul, yes. I read the side of the box. Yes,
1: yes. Well, I can see my work is done here. Yep, important work it was. I'm the explainer. Yes, you are. And I'm glad I cleared things up. Me too. I don't want to be that guy, but I got to. I got to go back to the the women on Camelback Mountain. You just can't let this go, can you? You you can't just visit somewhere and think you're think you know exactly what's going on. This 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 group of women they called it a women's retreat, and they all got stuck on Camelback Mountain in the heat. See,
0: here's the thing that aggravates me about this: it's not a women's retreat; it's a pre-planned, pre-staged reality show. Right? That it blew up in their face, and now the taxpayers of of arizona have to pick right. up the bill yeah you know c- we have a stupid driver law we should have a stupid h- hiker law
1: yeah i congratulate or not congratulations but nice job phoenix fire they had to bring out the helicopter they had like eight fire trucks at the trailhead parking lot this was on camelback mountain on the echo canyon Trail. We're, we're looking right at it right yeah. now outside
0: outside and our window it's a beautiful silhouette
1: these these women there's like you know i don't know how many of them there were but 10 of them had to be rescued they didn't have enough water they're all from out of town because they were here filming a reality show called Bad Girls Gone God. It was
0: almost Bad Girls Meet God, yeah. which, again, would have been natural selection, really, to be honest with you. I know it sounds harsh, but, you know, if you're not smart enough to bring more than a small bottle of water when you're going hiking in triple-digit temperatures, do we, you, do we really need you? Yeah,
1: and you don't, you're from somewhere else. You don't even know what the heat can really do here, and uh, it's just... And have they really found God, or did they just want to be on TV?
0: <laughs> well, wouldn't 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 their dehydration and subsequent brain damage and death be all part of God's plan? Uh unbelievable i I mean i'm not trying to. by the way i'm not trying to assail religion here in any way shape or form but stupid people are universal and if they're doing a television to cash in on whatever religious convictions these women have well then let's see it play out eye for an eye and
1: you know what Just just like the good book says they said it's a women's retreat retreat means go back yeah it means it means it means turn around yeah well you
0: could go back to california you know I'm I am going to be that guy you described. I'm 57 years old. I'm an Arizona native. And I'm sick of these dumbasses that come in from out of state, thinking they're God's gift to humanity, hiking these mountains, and then our poor firefighters gotta put their lives at risk to get the dumbass off the mountain. And it, it goes back to, back in the day when we used to have, Salt River used to flood, and it flooded Gilbert Road. There were dipshits that would go around the barricades. There was a Lincoln Continental sitting out there for about, about six weeks waiting for the river to recede, because the dumbass thought he was gonna cross the river. I can't... I just... I have a problem with dumbass. I'm a truck driver. I haul heavy equipment. I'm out in the heat all damn day. Not by choice, but it's it's my job. And I'm smart enough to pack a lot of water, but these people, they have no brain on how to handle themselves in this intense heat. It will kill you. (laughs) I... Yes, well spoken.
1: Well, amen. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he said dipped shirt. Yes, I think yeah. he, would say, yeah, yeah, he would say
0: dipped shirt because yeah. it was sweaty. It was, yeah. So, it was dipped. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> he makes some highly valid points there, doesn't he? Yeah, We you know what I love? It was he, he mic drop and he's out. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for checking in. Listen, if you're going hiking... Be smart. Bring water. Check the time of day. Know what you are doing, as opposed to the people who just rolled into town and said, "Oh, there's a
0: mountain. Let's climb it." Hell, it's only late June. Yeah, that's like going. That's like moving to Maine and going. You know what I'm going to do? Dive for lobsters. Yeah. (laughs) Never done it
1: before. I'm going to take a shot at
0: it. Yeah. Or I think it's, you know, going to Nepal and saying,
1: oh, Everest. Yeah, I can
0: do that tomorrow. Yeah. Or or going to Colorado in December and going, oh, skiing, huh? These things fit? Sure. Let's try it. Yeah. Let's check the black diamond slopes. Morons.
1: I will call my mom tomorrow, as I generally do on Saturday mornings. Okay. Usually call her on Thursday. Also, I did that yesterday. All right, how'd that go? Usually call her on Tuesday.
0: Look at you, too. you're like a you're like a good son. You call your mom Try several to. times a week. Good for you. I made my mom cry on Tuesday. I take back everything I just said. You are a horrible, horrible son. What did you do?
1: Well, Tuesday would have been my parents' anniversary, June twenty first. Oh. oh, I don't know, maybe the seventieth anniversary, something like that. Wow. But of course, my dad's been gone since September. Right. And I wanted, I, I don't know, maybe it was selfish of me. I wanted my mom to know that I remembered. So I mentioned it during the call, and then all of a sudden there's silence. Oh, no. Silence. Oh. Silence. And then I hear a little sobbing. Oh. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I was like, ah, I'm sorry,
0: Mom. I... I I gotta be honest with you. It is a little selfish. It, you, wanted you, know rec- I, I, you wanted her to. wanted her to recognize. And I said to that you, her that you recognize them. No, it, w- it wasn't about so. her. It was about her recognizing you. Inadvertently, I, I know that there was no malice intended. Right. I, I said to her later. I said,
1: "I, you know, I, I didn't want you to think I didn't care and right. didn't remember." Right. So I mentioned it, and she said, "It's okay." She goes, "I just hadn't been thinking about it." She goes, "I thought about it when I woke
0: up." Yeah. And then I tried to put it out of my head. And to be clear, Mark's. Father is gone because he passed away he didn't go out for bread and not come back right i mean just right. i mean you know for clarity's sake my great-grandfather did that
1: did he really he abandoned the family oh. yeah he, he went to work one day uh, and where, never is, came where, home.
0: where is where's he now don't know exactly yeah yeah he's not coming home i got bad news for you
1: but um so anyway yeah that was a. will uh, call my mom tomorrow either as i drive to cause for pause okay. or home from cause for pause so is the last time you spoke to her the time you made her cry no no i spoke to her yesterday and, uh, did you send her anything like
0: flowers or something to apologize? No,
1: in fact, you- I said I was going to send her flowers on Tuesday, you know, yeah. have flowers come for the anniversary. And she goes, God, am I glad you didn't do that? Wow. So. Yeah, It was a weird I, one. I wasn't quite sure what to do. I don't... I, I erred on the side
0: of, you know, remembering, and <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't I have. I don't know what the... And again, I'm horrible because I... I, I, I don't know what the etiquette is. I, yeah, right? I, I I I separated from my parents for like a decade before they both passed, so I don't know what the proper mourning period is before a remembrance is a celebration and or embracing as, of their life as opposed a, a to... A painful reminder. Yes. I don't know the answer to that. I wish I... Yeah. I mean if I, only the explainer had hung around we might be able to I know. To, you know Obviously I don't know out. the answer either. Clearly. Clearly. Yep. Uh-
1: KSLX, the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge is brought to you by Revitalize Weight Loss and Wellness.
0: Start your journey today at RevitalizeWeightLoss.com. Let's welcome Nick to the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Nick, we're going to ask you the same five questions I asked Mark. Whoever gets more right will graduate. If you don't get enough right, you have to tell everybody you flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Are you ready? I sure hope so. All right, let's kick Mark out of the studio, please, Nick. Would you please beat feet?
1: Yes, Nick, I would. All right.
0: I'm beating feet. I go. All right. And so, question number one. Wonderwall Music was the first LP released on Apple Records by what quiet Beatle? George. Question number two. George. What poetic vocalist nickname, Mr. Mojo Ryzen, is an anagram of his actual name? Jim Morrison. Question number three. What boomtown rat played Pink in Pink Floyd's The Wall? Bob Geldof. Question number four. What cheap trick drummer started a band called Tinted Windows with Taylor Hansen of Hansen, Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne, and James Eha of the Smashing Pumpkins in 2009? Um, oh my gosh, it, uh name is on the tip of my tongue. Bunny. <laughs> Question number oh, no, five. The dark. <laughs> Question number five. What 1963 Peter, Paul, and Mary song commonly mistaken as a song about marijuana was actually about a boy growing up? Lost the Magic Dragon. All right. So here we are. And we'll see how this goes. Uh, he has to fail miserably. Well, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. As I recall, Nick's a pretty good player. So. Well, we'll see how this goes. Question number one, Mark. Yep. Wonderwall Music was the first LP released on Apple Records by what quiet Beatle? George Harrison. It's one to one. Question number two. What poetic vocalist nicknamed Mr. Mojo Risen is an anagram of his actual name? Jim Morrison. It is two to two. Question number three. What boomtown rat played Pink in Pink Floyd's The Wall? Bob Geldof. It's three to three. Question number four What cheap trick drummer started a band called Tinted Windows with Taylor Hanson of Hanson, Adam Schlesinger of Fountain of Wayne, and James Iha of Smashing Pumpkins in 2009? I guess I'd have to say Bun E. Carlos. And it's four to four. And question number five What 1963 Peter, Paul, and Mary song, mistaken for a song about marijuana, was actually about a boy growing up? Puff the Magic Dragon. And we find ourselves with a 5-5 five to five tie. So Mark didn't lose, but he didn't win. Yeah. So I got to push day my 200th win to Thursday. Yep. So you did a pretty good job, Nick, of at least keeping him from being able to live up to his useless and senseless proclamation minutes ago. I call that a win right there. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you can make Lark Mark look bad, you should run with that. Right, absolutely. <laughs> all right, enjoy your weekend, right, brother. Bye, Appreciate you, you playing. See you, Nick. All right, man, have a great one. And so you have to wait. Till Thursday. hmm Your record runs to 196.3 and 35. <laughs> and we'll do this all over again on Monday at the same time. You are late for work. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX.
1: Dramatic Pause.